so I looked at this um, hair salon on Hollywood Boulevard. I like walked by it, and the interior was like 1950s, early 60s. It's been there for like a long fucking time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I saw this big guy there named Rudy, who cut my hair. And uh, big guy named Rudy's always gonna cut you up. He's gonna shoot you right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Also goes to a boxing gym just like you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel like Rudy's that box and cut hair. There's so much overlap. What do you mean? Different. Oh, oh, something about like oh, totally. He's, he's very East LA. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and he's a big guy too. So I bet he's a formidable boxer. Maybe not fast. Yeah, but yeah. Has has clout. That that is one thing I liked about boxing is it is dependent on your class. You know, so it's like <laughs> I would never. They would never let me step in the ring with Rudy because he's so much bigger. Yeah, you know? so that's it's nice. More, that's more mer- equitable. Merciful that of them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one way that a guy like me could actually compete in boxing. Yeah. Instead of just like having it be a strength contest. Totally. Yeah. I, and I will say, I, I, I think we'll get there with the haircut. I'd like to go back. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's exactly as good as the Russian does it. But he also did it in a tenth of the time. Exactly. And it's cheaper. Once the Russian <laughs> raised his prices, yeah. I was like, fuck, dude, you're making it hard. Man. Well, breaking up with Russia, um, not anything that Cuba's doing anytime soon. No, they're quite chummy with them. They are. And we, for that matter, are the Guantanamo Bay's podcast. <gasps> a, Cuban a Cuban cousin, cousin Kiki. Kiki. I am Brian Bogart. I'm Julian Goza. And Julian was giving me the anthology of, can you, can you tell us a little bit about your previous relationship with your former stylist and how, how we got to where we are now? He, I've been going to this guy since like 2018. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to Fantastic Sam's in Studio City, but that was like just a cut. Like I'd never heard of it. I just liked the name, Mm -hmm. but it's like a franchise and it really is like you're in and you're out and very impersonal. And so I drove by the salon that was more like a nail salon actually. And there was this lean red bearded Russian man standing outside furiously smoking a cigarette, which he no longer does. And you're like, I got to be friends with this guy. No, not even. I was just like, is the, and, and the salon was closed. I was like, does anyone work here? And um, it really is an anthology. I, I don't know if you were ready for this whole show. I wasn't, but we're in it now. <laughs> Keep going. And so he was like, well, I work there, you know, in his thick Russian accent that I won't try to imitate. And um, respect. And I followed him, you know, over the course of five years from one salon to the next to to the, the to lo- his, his house, <laughs> to his current salon, yeah. uh, which is now his own. He doesn't work with anyone else. Mm-hmm. And and he's also gay. So we just talk about a kiki. Yeah. But he keeps me in that chair for like two and a half hours. Right. right. And it, it got to a point where like in Soviet Russia, the kiki kikis you. <laughs> and I just walk out feeling like pissed off and tired, even though yeah. he means well. And and you look great. The, this current cut? Well, both of them, frankly. I'm like, you know, I, I don't think, I don't see this as a clear step down in quality. Thanks. I yeah. just need more of a verticality to it. You know, to tell Rudy that next time. Yeah, we, we tried to get there. And the Russian calls it a collaboration, which I really appreciate. Yeah. So I want Rudy to also think about it in those terms. But oh, sure. this hair, this hair salon is very 1950s, as I said. They have a very yeah. standard kind of cut. Like um, Cuba, also very 1950s. Totally, the parallels are great just out segue, of Brian. Because enough about my hair. Enough about your hair. Um, that's only for the people watching the simulcast. Really, <laughs> uh, we'll post a photo of it in sure. the Instagram. But we might as well cover news from the, the motherland, motherland because our mothers are from Cuba. It's our mother's land, therefore, I'm and they're cousins. Hence, why we're cousins. And they kiki. And they kiki <laughs> all, all the, the time. Yeah. So we like to cover news that's happening in and around Cuba and um, interesting. Well, I know this, all, this was a hot week, literally hot couple weeks. Last week was hot. Well, I mean, literally, because mul- this news story involves a Molotov cocktail Two, 
There's two Molotov cocktails involved. Here's what happened. Um, Molotov cocktails were thrown at the Cuban embassy in Washington, reported by Reuters and AP and pretty much every news outlet out there. <laughs> my dumbass was like, oh, Miami, right? We have video of the, of the <laughs> Like, that'd be such a battle cry to there's put the Cuban a, embassy in Miami. There's probably a consulate in Miami. I'm sure there's, like, plenty of... Maybe, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's got to be yeah. some... But, but we have video of said incident um, for the boys and girls at home and everyone in between, for that matter. Um, world star. <laughs> yeah, this is world star quality. And it's just crazy. Just chuck some... He's got an arm. He... Yeah, that thing sails. And it just two and there's like cars and city buses driving by. It's very brazen. Just just another evening in DC. And then it just walks away. Yeah, have you been to DC? Yeah, a few times. For like what what in particular? To visit. I also did like a White House tour and all that stuff. Oh, I've never done the White House tour. Yeah, we won in a silent auction a like a tour with Secret Service agents. Whoa. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's still a very sanitized tour. It was a lot more in-depth than you would think. Really? This was when Bush was in office. It was like 2004. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and it was it was wild. It's kind of banal, but my, some of my favorite White House lore involves, like, Gerald Ford's kids in the 70s, like, going down, like, you know, stairwells and, like, trying to escape. Right, it's, like, like, totally um, first kid. Like, remember like hidden, that movie? Hidden passages and the staircase. Totally. And to, to play hide-and-seek. And, Do yeah. you remember that movie, First Kid? Yeah. Oh, that was so fun. Oh, that's a good movie. And and also, I'm dating the president's daughter. My date with my the date with the president's daughter. daughter. My date with, with the, the president's, president's daughter. daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah. My exactly. Date with oh, her. Yeah. yeah. It was really stupid. Uh, but Wilfred Dell of Boy Meets World fame was on, and I remember she gives him his address, like pick me up at at seven, and it's like sixteen hundred Pennsylvania <laughs> that was Avenue. Dell. Yeah. <laughs> he like shows up. Well, I see a double feature in our future. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Me but too. it's not presidential. It's not. It's not the season for it, as you know. No, no. Yeah. What's what's a good time of year? Because you are such a seasonal batch. I like, am a seasonal. You can't watch a movie batch. that has a pumpkin in it. In Early March. spring. <laughs> that's that's a presidential time of yeah. year. Yeah, why? Especially because those are comedies. Like it's just lighter fare, and it's. Can you it, not watch a comedy in winter? Well, you can if it's like Just Friends, which is Christmas themed. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. You know. <laughs> yeah. They're like good Thanksgiving movies. Can you stuff. watch Die Hard in the summer? Um. No. Okay. Can you watch? Even though that's actually a really good one because the, the genre is so summer-tastic. Right. It's, it's action. It's big. It's, mm -hmm. you know. It's a summer blockbuster that just happens to take place in Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It happens to be a Christmas movie. Yeah. So tell me about the guy who threw the Molotov cocktail. We don't know about him. He's just so You don't dude. know anything about did, him? Did you see? I don't know. Do you know that dude? I didn't see him. I don't know him from Adam. Yeah. So so here, here's what's happening. Cuba, the Cuban foreign minister uh, and the Cuban president are like, this is a terrorist attack. Um, you know, and also like, who's got a bone to pick with Cuba at this level? Like we're throwing cute, like Molotov cocktails at the Cuban industry and embassy, not the Russian embassy. Not, not that I'd excuse that, but it's just crazy. Well, that's that, why I want to know more about this guy. Right. Do you think he's like in like an expat from Cuba? I don't know. I, but that, that is my thought. That was my assumption or my inference. And I'm just kind of like. We have tios who can get riled up pretty easily. And I'm just looking at this guy and I'm just like, <laughs> the yeah, fuego I, is yeah, hot. Yeah, exactly. Molotov cocktail hot. What I like about a Molotov what an OG revolutionary, totally, yeah. and it's so democratic. I'm like, who doesn't have a little bit of vodka and some and a flame? And like, this is obvious, but that's why they were so popular in guerrilla warfare, mm. you know, and revolutions. Yeah, it's like, like a, the everyman's weapon, right? right. Not that I endorse them all. They seem fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like fire as an element. Really, I don't like it. It's so destructive. 
Right. It's so fucking like the it has few benefits. Well, big few benefits. benefits. They're big benefits. Few? Few. Fire has few benefits. Well, it led to electricity and it keeps you warm. But and we, and it cooks food, which <laughs> which we needed. Yeah, but those without, are big benefits, but that's it. That's those are the only like benevolent things about fire. Without fire, but we wouldn't have known shelter without fire. We needed to that, like we we did not. But the shelter, the caves. but the earth came before that. You need shelter before you need a fire. But we couldn't exist in the caves without fire. You know, fire. No, what, I understand. Those yeah. are big benefits, but. Anyway, and but I also not enough have, for you. I have issues with people that are fire signs and stuff, and I just now we uncovered it. I was like, no way, this doesn't have some kind of astrological. There's meaning. just such a like forward aggress- aggressiveness with fire. Yeah, it's, it's you know, you could couldn't you say that about so many elements? Like wind, oh, it's just all in my face, just pushing me everywhere. I mean, water. I don't, you got a super soaker? That thing. <laughs> Well, that's because RPM of the that air. That's because of the pressure. So it's it's everything water, but fire. How can we? Do you not think water is the most benevolent of the four elements? I mean, theoretically, it's lovely, and it's just Gaia. like shapes things slow. I mean, it it erodes things. This is the gayest thing we've talked about, <laughs> by the way. And once again, I feel like we we should return to this actual news story because I don't. I I'm gonna be honest with you, Brian. I'm running like three hours of sleep. I didn't do my homework the way I did last week. Okay. So you need to tell me everything that happened. Also, were people there? We don't really know what happened. But why yeah. Why this week? Were there people at the embassy that prompted this? Well, something that I think people speculate is because there were some uh, business leaders, you know, Cuba's burgeoning private sector, yeah. um, that Washington hosted. So maybe this is a protest for Washington cooperating in any sense with the Cuban government or people in Cuba. So... It almost sounds like it'd be a communist that threw the Molotov cocktail. Because as you said last week, Cuba's obviously not on board with like their constituents now. And once again, it's a Molotov cocktail. It's the most communist weapon. Totally. Yeah. It's it's very French Revolution. Yeah. 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 But, okay. I I just want to know more about this guy. I want to know his motives. And I don't, and and so, you know, the State Department is investigating, and when they want to find you, they will find you. I know. So we will learn. That gives me anxiety, because I'm like, if I ever go on the lam, catch a criminal. I'm (laughs) fucked. Well, because, bitch, maybe I am that criminal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I read about this guy that escaped from a prison in Pennsylvania. Did you hear that story? He was like at large. I'm no advocate for the police state. I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But uh, there was a guy in Pennsylvania that, Escaped from prison. It was really impressive and was like on the lam for like a right. week. Right. And then they, they had a heat seeking drone yeah. that found him into the forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, the jig. I mean, it's not enough to buy a burner phone. You know what I mean? Like, you have to get out of the country and fast. Yeah. And I It'd think like hard. facial reconstruction, like disguises. Ooh. Like, you, you live a disguise. The Fugitive life. Kind. Or, yeah. no, that's not, the, that's a Tennessee Williams movie. What is the one? No, I'm shout out to a podcast, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, that friends of mine run. Uh, just super funny podcast about scams. But whenever someone, like, the, you see so many tropes and scams. And my favorite recurring one is the people that don the disguise once they, like, go to Mexico. And it's like, that's some OG scammers. Yeah. Like, Pull up the the trolley and run kind of scam, right? Fucking and and I do romanticize that, <laughs> but I hope this motherfucker's caught because like, don't be blowing up the embassy. What the fuck? Yeah, and I don't care, you know, if if you're you're mad at the U.S. government for uh, communicating with communists, or if you're communist mad that your country might co- compromise what you perceive the values are of working or cooperating with yeah. the U.S. and creating a, a private sector. So, but either way, it's terrorism. It's terrorism, which Cuba said as much. And they fucking and I think the U.S. is not so quick to call it terrorism until we know who to blame. Yeah, and then depending on what color this guy is or what his party affiliation is, we'll call him a terrorist. If he is, 
right. a capitalist who's like down with communism, they'll be like, he's a misunderstood lone wolf. <laughs> he just needs a moment and he'll probably start working for the yeah. US government. As opposed to like, yeah, Antifa extremist. Yeah, yeah. Um, on death row. Two walls off cocktails that didn't kill anybody. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So that's news from the motherland. How fun. Well, and it, that's not entirely all that happened, though, no. this week. There was also a delegation, as you said, of of our business owners in Cuba. Business owners in Cuba, which is kind of a story unto itself, obviously. We've reported the last few weeks over Cuba's burgeoning private sector, which officially started in like 2021. Companies are still extremely, still extremely stringent laws as to how many but aren't People. there like 3,500 LLCs now established Yeah, since they opened that up? I, I don't know the exact number, but it's it's way more than what it was a couple years ago, which was zero. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, which is a positive, but again, as you said, it does potentially set How long seats. until the Cuban Jeff Bezos shows up? Right. Which, by the way, Jeff Bezos is Cuban. <laughs> so right. Now, now we're giving these people license to create their own Amazon, and there's 10 That's, million of them? 90 he's not my favorite Guantanamo Bay. No. <laughs> We've okay. got a long list of not favorite Guantanamo no, Bays. No, problematic, indeed. And you know what? If this guy's Cuban, I'll add him to the list of non-favorite yeah, Guantanamo he's, Bays. Yeah, he's, he's problematic. Uh, yeah. Anyone who throws a Molotov cocktail... Um, who do you dis despise more between Jeff Bezos and Ted Cruz, another <laughs> Cuban American? Well, I think Jeff Bezos is actually way more obviously tyrannical and has probably caused more harm mm -hmm. and probably more environmental damage. Right. Um, but I find Ted Cruz even less savory. I know he's more, which is to say something. Right. Yeah. If, if you're like destroying the earth, but like. But I still find another guy so more much more off putting. And it's not that Ted Cruz is not destroying the earth, by the way. He's still he's still doing his own thing. Yeah. In, in that regard, yeah. in that department. So maybe they're just by terms of policy, they're just doing the same thing. But Ted Cruz is just so much more unlikable. He's so much more Right. Jeff Bezos like, isn't likable. It's kind of laughable that Jeff Bezos goes to Coachella, but I'm like, oh. Like you know, I'm never like, see Ted Cruz. I'm like, you keep Ted Cruz going to be human. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Ted Cruz can't even pretend. Yeah. No one likes him. Yeah. Have you seen the, the clips of his daughter not wanting to be, like, his daughter hates him? No. Yeah, it's like anytime he, like, tried to hug her on the campaign trail or, like, pose with her, she's like, no! And, like, this is when, like, little girls love their dad, you know? It's yeah. like that age, so what I would totally say? leverage my position as, like, a child of a politician. Even if they were, like, super left-wing, I'd, I'd, like, try to come out against the family just to, like, you know, pivot to, like, being a Fox News correspondent or something. Sure. Whatever your family is, be the opposite. Be the opposite. Because there's so much value in that. People <laughs> want to hear well, your I story. Well, I guess. My yeah. parents are both white-collar professionals. Here I am trying to fucking do mime work on Hollywood Boulevard, you know? Do you it is, like, the blue-collar of the arts, <laughs> for sure. We, Acting? We yeah, especially, like, street performing and busking. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm cautiously hopeful about... About this kind of intermingling, yeah, between the government and the private sector. I always am. I'm always looking for the positives. Yeah, and and they could bring in more imports, hopefully, through these businesses, and yeah, maybe some of those imports will be American, maybe which is great for us. The embargo has <laughs> some, and point. maybe lift the fucking embargo because right now you're just kind of pussyfooting around it, and maybe they're just slowly whittling away at it, kind of from the outside. Which in. I think we've also been hearing for decades, but but now we're seeing money moves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literal, literal money, money moves. moves. Oh my God! Guantanamo Bay's podcast. <laughs> um, but enough about Cuba. Take me somewhere else. It's it's hot and muggy. Well, I'm cold. Then. I'm wet. I'm just plain scared. <laughs> <You know that laughs> the line from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me whisk you away. 
<clears throat> to a little place called The World According to Jules. That's the kind of world I want to live in. Which is where I ask Julian, I read Julian a headline, and then he gives me his pure unfiltered thoughts from that pure unfiltered brain of his. He has 30 to 60 seconds where I do not interrupt him. I'm he a gets, jazz musician, baby. He gets little to no context. So uh, we're just going to see where his mind goes. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> Chase me. <laughs> you ready for your first story? I certainly am. All right. Herd of sheep eats 100 kilograms of cannabis in Greece after Storm Daniel floods. So a little sad because heat waves and wildfires, extreme flooding hit Greece during the summer, mm. which um, then forced the sheep to eat six, you know, 100 kilograms of cannabis. Your thoughts? I went to Greece once when I was 18 years old, mm -hmm. and I'm very disappointed to say I did not come in contact with any cannabis. I thought it was more hash country because mm -hmm. that kind of that part of the world's more into like hashish, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. which I don't know if I was smoking it wrong when I had it in Morocco, but it don't hit the same. Um, my dog actually. Um, my late dog, Leia, who I, I absolutely adore, the night before my entrance exam to my private middle school that I had to mm -hmm. fucking do an entrance exam for, mm -hmm. uh, she ate a giant bag of weed from my dad's closet. And, and talk about the Zoomies. And my dad was out of town, and my mom was, like, completely scandalized. And, yes. But we couldn't, and as much as she was pretty judgmental about it, I mean, how can you deny that that's just, like, something from a Ben Stiller movie? <laughs> like, it was, like, a subplot in Meet the Parents, you know? It was so fucking funny. But, and she's, you know, she was a yeah. Um, I'm Leia. If it's a Ben Stiller movie, the dog definitely ends up in a body cast for some reason. And like, always <laughs> yeah. referred back to. Totally. So I'm curious to see what happened with these goats. Um, yeah, right. Like <laughs> maybe they got the zoomies. I want, I want the Ben Stiller movie where he plays a shepherd of these sheep, like navigating everyone through an environmental He disaster. could be Greek. Totally. Yeah, totally. Nia Vardellis is like his wife. Oh, that. Can we get this movie done? Are you listening, Hollywood? I know you're looking for projects after after this long lull. I know. You guys are right down the street from us, and yet the best talent is in your backyard. Listen. Listen to the Guantanamo. Things. Yeah. We and I could be Greek, and Brian could be a tourist in Greece. I sure can be. Yeah. I've been a tourist you'll, in Greece. He'll be before. a go go boy in Mykonos. I don't, okay. It doesn't, I don't have to be typecast <laughs> as a go My go go days are behind me. Okay. That but, still informs the casting. Any actor's history informs their casting. Sure. If the casting director knows them well. Yes. Look at Brendan Fraser. And not that many know me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in the world, according to Jules, they'd know both of us. Oh, my God. Will they? Tell me more of the world, according <laughs> to Jules. Um, well, you tell me. What's the next headline? All right. Um, but I hope Greece is fine. I fucking love Greece. Most beautiful place I've ever been. Greece is... I love Croatia. And I love the color blue. Yeah. I've never been to Croatia. That was one of my favorite countries that I've been to period like I guess somewhat similar I bet it's, regionally I bet it's, so it was on one my of my mind. most beautiful friends is like Croatian descent she's just so beautiful really mm -hmm. want to shout her out uh Lauren doctor have you met her Lauren doctor her last name's doctor yeah I think on her dad's side definitely Jewish and oh I think maybe they're both Jewish anyway I don't know we're it's not cool. about to get into like no I'm just I just love it if genealogy. like someone you know 150 years ago was like a doctor so they're just like my last name's doctor oh that like, may be it yeah it's usually how it goes yeah um bogart came from boyarski um which was and boyarski's as everyone knows um build skis they do <laughs> old slip, siberian family slip though. on a pair of boyarski's <laughs> and you know you know you're gonna be zooming across that lake brother let me tell you well bro there's boyarski's <laughs> That's so funny. Those are fresh Boyarskis. I don't know why that tickled me so. I don't know, because gearheads are out there, and it's a funny idea that how obsessive people get about brands. 
That's why it was funny. I think so. Thanks for breaking it down. You ready to break down this next headline? I certainly am. In the world, El Mundo, according to Jules. <laughs> thanks for, thanks You're welcome. for the uh, incorporation I always Spanish. like to teach a little bit of Spanish. Yeah. All right, Post your next battle. story. YouTube prankster says he has no idea, says he had no idea he was scaring man who shot him. A YouTube prankster basically accosted a gentleman as a prank holding his phone up and just confusing him, saying stuff that didn't make sense. And the guy said, back off, back off, back off. He didn't back off. He shot him. Didn't die. He was incapacitated. And now the trial's pending. Your thoughts? I bet he live streamed it from the hospital afterward, too, you know? I mean, it, it almost gave him the viral moment. Yeah, this photo of him, like, in from the hospital. The last uh, sentence in this headline was um, his following has gone from 30,000 to 55,000 since you go. this happened. So maybe we more. should take a bullet. You know, conceptual <laughs> artists, back when it was exciting, um, there was, yes. what was his fucking name? Peter Beard, I think, who was shot. Mm. I mean, it was, someone fucking shot him. Um, and he didn't even have the internet... To, to chase clout for. Exactly. It was just street clout. Exactly. And once again, art is too democratized and social media hurts people, mm. if not physically, certainly psychologically. And also apparently physically. Yeah. I mean, I stand before you a shot man, but metaphorically, because I'm mm -hmm. obsessed with checking story viewers and it's been a prison I've lived in for four fucking years. You know this. You even wrote you a short film about it. Yeah. So I just Which encourage... I that's right. <laughs> you were the thirst trap cowboy. Thirst How weird to like write my cousin in. And we went and to did a photo shoot at our aunt and uncle's house and while they were gone. Thank God. And they would have never Brian's with his titties out in the backyard, like some, some playboy pinup. Oh man. Um, yeah, fuck this guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> like get off the fucking internet, you know, damn. You know what? Stop listening to this podcast, listener. Throw your <laughs> Don't, no. Throw your phone in a wood chipper and run. We're here to save you from the internet. <laughs> Listen to us. We're Shoot the down the heat-seeking heat drone that finds you in the forest and run. We're the only internet you'll ever need, I promise. <laughs> We're state-controlled media here. You got the Guantanamo Bays in your ear. You're fine. We're state-controlled media? You're going to have to sure are, that. comrade. Um, no. That's not our stance. I'm just... <laughs> Whatever we gotta, whatever we gotta say. <laughs> but anyway, fuck that guy. He looks, I don't know. He looks. I Latin. hate to say he looks kind of like Dennis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of our one of our big boy producers over here. No, I mean owner of Def Noodles and you know, owner Def of Noodles Def Noodles. himself. Yeah. But Def is so much cooler than this guy. Fuck this guy. Def has a dope ass podcast and he's really nice and gives us a space for this. So Dennis. <laughs> Kick this guy's ass for us. There I'm you sure go. you probably know who he oh, is. Oh, he could too. take him, Dennis. Yeah, and, and that Dennis, that brawny, yeah, that brawny bottle. Mm. I, I want to, I want him to be my boyfriend. So I got just like beat him <laughs> up. <laughs> but this, he probably knows. Oh, my Letterman, him. babe. Yeah, since he runs in internet circles, though, he probably is aware of this guy vaguely. So I, I, I'm actually, I'd love to get his opinion here. Like not right now, but I'm curious if he knows about this. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep y'all up to date. So that's world according to Jules. Bye bye. <laughs> bye world according to Jules. See you later. I'm leaving, guys. <laughs> Take care of each other. Is um, that Carmen? Yeah. Where's he going to? He's like pretending, <laughs> or like he thinks he's dead and has to perform deeds to uh, for for and he thinks he's in purgatory, but everyone's just ignoring him. Oh, that's funny. So he thinks he has to like make a tone, like a tone for his sins to to for his soul to go to heaven. Oh, so I anytime see. he's like. He thinks he did the last favor. He's like, I, I feel my spirit leaving now, guys. <laughs> but then, like, nothing happens. He's like, fuck. Oh, Carmen. Oh, Carmen. This would just be a South Park appreciation podcast. <laughs> Probably get more listeners that way, to be honest. Well, we, didn't, we talked about South Park before we were recording. We did. It's yeah. on the mind. It's on the mind. Yeah. 
So our next segment is called Boogie Boogie Bum Bum. Boogie 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 Bum Bum. What happens, Boogie Boogie Bum Bum? We should be shot. Yeah, we should. Um, <laughs> so this is where Jillian reads me a headline, and then I have to think of what song the headline reminds me of. What's in the news? Sometimes I am hard pressed to find a headline that makes sense for this segment. Uh huh. But this one, I was like, it is a pretty nonsensical segment. But that's also why I love it. Totally. But this headline was just so attention grabbing. So Kevin Bacon bought a plot of land in Connecticut in 1983. Yes. And then he recently bought a neighboring plot of land. Mm-hmm. But the person selling it only agreed to sell it to Kevin Bacon if he destroyed one of the houses on the property that the owner claimed has been haunted since the 1700s. And it's like classic pet cemetery. It's like mm-hmm. it's like built on a on an ancient burial ground what, for Native what, what Americans. What state is this in again? Connecticut. Connect. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be some Native American bodies under that yeah, soil. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and they are restless. But souls. boy, do I love a white picket fence around whatever style. But of house boy, that do is. I love uh, Meryl Streep lives in Connecticut. <laughs> can't be can't be that bad. Yeah, exactly. Um. Meryl Streep sleeps on the bodies of dead natives for sure. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Don't ruin her for me, Brian. Where did I say a lie? Where, where is the lie? We all sentence? sleep on the on the, the soil that has Native American bodies. <sighs> what land are we? Shall we have a land recognition moment? Uh, Tonga. <laughs> We're on Tonga territory. Okay. And a few other tribes that I never remember. <laughs> okay. Let's just. What land is That's our Los land Angeles? Moment. On. Bitch, look it up. I just said. I'm doing it right oh, now. Oh, but you want to do all five? Yeah. What? Tonga was the primary one. That much I know. Native land. Okay, the Tongva, the Tatavian. I think it's pronounced Tonga. Okay, the I Tonga, Tatavian, <laughs> the Serrano tribes, uh, the Kish. I, I'm sorry, the K I Z H Kish or Kish, and the Chumash. The Chumash. So, I was right you, when you, I said Chumash a few weeks ago. You were. I think their area starts more in Santa Barbara, though, and goes up to Malibu, because what? They had taste. <laughs> I was about to say that they were doing it right. Yeah. Man, but of all the native tribes to, like, kind of romanticize, like, they, I feel like it was easier living <laughs> compared Probably to the Native Americans others on, like, the plains. Yeah. yeah. But, so, this Native American, apparently, in the 1700s, was killed by a colonial soldier, mm. which makes sense. But Kevin Bacon mentions that the owner had gang uh, Ghostbusters there. To help, you know, exercise the the space. Mm-hmm. And uh, his wife, Kira Sedgwick, who's also an actor, um, there were like these wooden beams. And she was like, well, I think we should keep the house, but but definitely change those beams. And he was like, I'm not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not going to modify it. We're just going to burn it down. So... That's funny. I would love it if Kevin Bacon was on one of those like History Channel ghost shows where they're, you know, it's like totally like black and white. Shaking with bacon. Yeah, exactly. And people are like pretending. On the History Channel. It's like, good God. Yeah, exactly. People are pretending (laughs) to hear spirits around them. It's like, you don't hear jack shit. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm getting a reading here. Oh, like the camera just shakes. Like nothing happens. Ooh, I'm getting, that's another South Park, the Hardy Boys. I'm getting a blue (laughs) clue this way. Let's follow your clue. (laughs) The Hard On Boys. The Hardly Boys. The Hardly Boys. But. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the joke was besides just like they were pubescent boys, so they're like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I'd got into the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. I bet those are some real I read some Hardy Boys in my day. Yeah, that makes sense for you. You look like someone that read Hardy Boys. <laughs> you little ginger. No, no surprise. They were my dad's books. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I think my brother actually went went on a went on a real a, tear. Andre's got a Hardy Boy streak in him too. Mm-hmm, totally, such, such an investigator. Totally. I want to anyway. I want to see a haunting in Venice. But 
that's like that's on my list. Um, All right. Yeah. What song does this? Oh, speaking of songs and Kevin Bacon, by the way, have you seen him um, play "Heated" by Beyonce on the guitar? And speaking mm. of goats, he's on on this property in Connecticut, and all these goats that are on his property just like are drawn like moths to a flame to him playing guitar. I think and it's I a saw Beyonce that. song. It yeah. was like this is what the internet is for. Yes, he has. Everyone seems to really like Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he doesn't have any negative reputation. He seems very likable. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm two degrees from Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I don't know exactly and how many. So if that's the case, you'd be three. At, well, worst at, case scenario. Worst case, you're at three. I'm probably. Yeah, I think I'm at two. I think we both worked with people who worked with Kevin Bacon. I know. I didn't mean to minimize your career or your associations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess the song, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty straightforward, but I do love this song. I like this band a lot, and it is... Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap by ACDC. Now I know how you feel when I play some, like, obscure house song. You think this is obscure? Dude, I don't grow up. I didn't listen to, like, Southern Rock. Is ACDC Southern Rock? You think? No, I think it's just, like, rock. Who sings the song about, who sings Sweet Home Alabama? Leonard Skinner. Okay. Oh, that's that, and they're like I love Leonard Skinner, and they are also they got they got some like white trash in their sound, which is but they also like they just rock and they, you know Sweet Home Alabama is kind of an outlier of their other songs. Yeah, Leonard Skinner's I think they're well liked, like they're popular. I still think to some degree they're underrated with how good musicians they are. ACDC is just like. You know, the voice and the fun and back in black. I had the sack. I just didn't hang out in like black lit basements like people did in the 70s. And I didn't have a dad that played that. I mean, my dad played like Radiohead and Beck and cool shit. But this is the thing, I think this song's like mainstream because I hear it in stuff like this is such a great montage song. Totally. When it's like good for like, like when a car peels out of a parking lot. Totally. Because you, you got you got a, you got yeah, the heist. Has, yeah. But you know what? All of these are derivative of Led Zeppelin. That's partly why I don't even fuck with it. I'm like, there was one that did it first. Was yeah, and Led his Polly name. Was <laughs> it's like, dude, it's multiple. Jimmy people. Page. Yeah. Was that Led? Yeah. Um, write a check to Mr. Zeppelin. <laughs> uh, first name Led. That also sounds like a murder mystery. Write a check to Mr. Zeppelin. But but also you know, dirty deeds. It's like this guy sold Kevin Bacon's property, and it's not like, you know, he's, he's foisting this onto him. But it's like Kevin Bacon's got to get his hands dirty and do the dirty deeds. <laughs> he's super rich, so it's done dirt cheap. I don't think he had any issues paying for the destruction of this house, nor the development of the property for him to now sleep on the bodies of natives. But oh um, here we are. So um, would you burn it down? If, if this guy was like, yo, this is bad juju, and I was good for it, like, once again, Kevin Bacon could pay for hundreds of houses to be leveled and laugh <laughs> at it um, just for entertainment. Certainly cheaper than building a house, you know? Yeah. If you could, if you could build it, you could I'm burn sure it. I'm sure it's still uber expensive. To burn it? Yeah, just just and this sounded like a cottage house more than for a whole teardown, and it's probably not like a three story brownstone or anything like that. It's, yeah, it's probably more of like a, a haunted shack. Um, yeah, Kevin Bacon could, you know, bulldoze that on a Thursday for fun. Yeah, that's probably why like big country estates and stuff kind of spook me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the isolation that spooks me too. Just knowing that there's no recourse if I need help. Right. Yeah. Unless you're, of course, incredibly wealthy and then you have a whole security apparatus and it's like a compound. 
But you can even, pay for companies. Even then, that, that seems like a loaded gun, you know? Yeah. Because you're literally involving loaded guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Check brought off. that onto your property. When, when you introduce the gun, it's going to go in Act 1, it's going to go off in Act 3. That's this exactly is my song. Right. Yeah. I love it. Because of the haunted nature of it. Yeah. I, uh, I did a choreographed <laughs> dance to that in high school. That's cool. For like a fundraiser or something. Do you remember any of it? <laughs> yeah, you do. Probably. It was like, there were a few last Fuck no. Yeah. No, we got to put up a Stand paywall. Stand up, get in the wide. I want the full body choreo. No, you need, you need my OnlyFans username for that. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, I'm not on OnlyFans. You had to throw that in there just in case people are like, oh my God, Julian. <laughs> yeah, those thirsty jackals. That they <laughs> yeah, I know. All in the comments, just like, when's Julian starting an OF? <laughs> and we're like, guys, we want to make this about the art. Um, but the art might be Julian's butthole now. <laughs> so. I do have an OnlyFans account, but it's it's for viewing. <laughs> mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll come across a thought on Instagram, like a thought, T-H-O-T. Right, right. I, uh, I, I knew it. <laughs> and, uh, a male thought? Always a male thought. Okay, okay. It's just I, you know, <coughs> I, I th thoughts, you know, wrongfully I will say, seem to be primarily attributed to like females, right? Like, like I think of thoughts and I think of like, you know, that hoe over there. Is right, right, right. That's what, what it's it an means. For. Um. So, so yeah, this is my first time thinking like thought, but going straight but to so, like. So then, once I figure out they have an OnlyFans, if I want to see full frontal, then I then I will fucking pay. Really? There was one guy in particular that, like, I'm he, shocked he wasn't even that attractive, but his body proportions were, like, they almost looked computer-generated. It was, like, super long torso, but super they muscular. Uh, well, no, because I went to his OnlyFans, and that was, like, a $30 paywall. But I just, like, I need to see it, and, and I immediately unsubscribe. Julian. I immediately unsubscribe. Anyway, this is also gay, which brings us to our next <laughs> segment. The gay, gay item of the week. Beep, beep. beep. We totally got it by now. Finally. Um, it's the gay item of the week. Yeah, the gay item of the week. And so when Brian first asked me to bring in a gay headline, he mm. said gay item, which made me think he meant a physical item. So now I bring him both. Mm -hmm. You, I'll start with the physical You bring item. a physical item and a news item. Exactly. We'll start with the physical item. Certainly. What's the physical item of the week? The gay physical item of the week is my wow. new lavender vans. You know how I know I'm straight? Because I did notice those until just now. I know. I know. Time. You didn't say shit about them. Yeah. We've been hanging out for That's like my straight item two of the week. hours. I know. And, and I'm bad about that with women's hair sometimes. And I'm like, girl, you're going to lose your gay card. That's why anytime I, I, I think anything is different about anyone's hair, especially a woman, then I will be the first to comment. Yeah. So that if they didn't get a cut... Be like, oh, yeah, there's something kind of different with it. And I'm like, whew, you know, at least something. <laughs> uh, or I'll just be like, oh, it looks just particularly good today. You're just having a great hair. Oh, day. that's a nice way to just shoot to in the dark. It. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, but uh, I was at Vans because my, my friend who I just saw in San Diego, it was his birthday. And he was like, oh, I want to buy myself a new pair of sneakers. Let's go to Vans. Oh. I was like, and I, of course, classic me, didn't intend on buying anything. And I saw some really cool designs, but they're always women's designs. Like, what is a woman's design? Those bitches, I'm on a real feminist kick today. Those I'm just really going after it for some reason. <laughs> Go ahead. If this is your feminist kick, Brian, it's, it's, yeah, it's not. It's not a good one. <laughs> no, it's not. No. I would not entrust you to direct Barbie. <laughs> Sorry, Margot. Robbie. I would never even think to stand on the shoulders of women who deserve that opportunity more. See, I'm nailing it. All right, go ahead. Um, but I, but I, but so these are such a nice feminine, and so men's shoes, men's clothing in particular. Now it's kind of starting to change, and it has for a while, but mm. but it's been really gradual, and we never have as cool shit. Like so, I was scanning that the is store, true. 
And then I found these lovely Olivia Rodrigo lavender vans. Wait, are these like branded Olivia Rodrigo? No, no, no. Okay. Although that'd be a great collab. Yeah, I was, that's I was so saying, obvious. Yeah, that, that I was like, that's why you got them. That now it makes sense. I mean, they're gorgeous. I love the color. You it's know, a I like fun purple. color. Yeah, you color my yoga mat. Your yoga mat, which was once a gay item of the week, it was. Is this very same shade? This is a gay color. Yeah, don't you think? But it's so it's such a pleasant one. It's a pleasant also one. what is a gay color? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> and I, I just love pastels in general. Yeah, it's always Easter Sunday in my house. <laughs> but what about your seasonality? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, got you. If I but but my interior has to be brighter, or else, <laughs> or else, I bomb this embassy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, well, beautiful shoes. Thank you for showing them to the camera. Can we get one more, one more look? Nice. Also, please note my flexibility. I haven't been to I'm yoga in weeks. Semi, yeah, somewhat impressed here. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan, for capturing all of Julian's MySpace angles. <laughs> okay. So the, the news item of the week. What happened in the gay world? Uh, but it seems to involve Cher just because I see that there's a photo of her on our. Um, Who is mother. On our Rolodex. A mother among many. Uh -huh. We have Beyonce. We have we have you know name the diva. Right. They're probably appreciated. We by are the, all Cher's children, but she is OG, and I feel like "Believe" by Cher was the first song to have auto tune. Tell me she's not from the future. RuPaul also said she's the most beautiful person he's ever seen in person, and RuPaul obviously has been in is the game one now. of the most beautiful people. <laughs> True, <laughs> also, yeah. and has been in the game like forty, you know, maybe not forty mm -hmm. years, but thirty. Doing it, doing it more than a minute yeah, and still looks amazing because and of those airbrushed ass. And speaking of thoughts on Instagram, my explore page will show me old videos of Cher and wow. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the so the gay, um, this headline uh, caught my eye the same way Bacon was like, oh, that's, that's a bogey. This one, I was like, that's a gay headline. So, and the reason why, as you said, is because it involves Cher, who is celebrating the gay community mm. and is also the mother to who I would argue is like one of the first like, well-known trans people, which is Chaz, Chaz Bono. Bono. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there is that, that connection too. But her other son, uh, whose name is Elijah Blue Allman, was allegedly kidnapped by Cher, court, court documents claim. Um, so she hired four men to kidnap her son from a New York hotel room in an effort to stop him from reconciling with his estranged wife. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So much yikes in this story. Yeah. And I don't know if there's this right side to choose. And <laughs> it was apparently on the night of their wedding anniversary. Yikes. So then I don't understand if, how was that his estranged wife? This is maybe why I should read the full article. Well, m maybe estranged because they're like separated, but still toxic and in each other's lives. So, she, you know, a mother knows. My mom has known anytime I've been in a toxic relationship. And oh, wedding anniversary. Right. Okay. I, I, my brain was like, wedding night. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wedding night? <laughs> like I get on it. their honeymoon? Yeah. And with his estranged wife. Yeah. I'm about to come. SWAT. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe uh. <laughs> you're under arrest? So I don't know, like, who to side with. I don't, I mean, obviously it's my impulse I think, I think, to uh, side with Cher. Well, I think it's, it's my impulse to side with a mother who's very concerned about her son. Be and they were also, they had spent 12 days alone together. Which does sound like some drug den. Yeah, yeah. Just because I've had my own toxic relationships that without my family, I don't know if I would have survived. So, wow. yeah. And He's I mean also that. in a treatment facility now. Uh-huh. So, so this does sound like a drug thing. And maybe they're very bad for each other. But And, and of course, 
if you know mom like you interrupted my drug bender yeah. like you know you're, you're gonna get try to get justice whatever you perceive justice to be whether it's right or, and this is pure speculation i don't know their situation at all i do know with what i'm looking at i'm like yeah this guy does drugs just based on this photo <laughs> i hate to project but we'll i could understand why a lot of celebrity kids would mm -hmm. resort to disassociative behavior yeah it's disassociative and so, so once again, I'm just looking at this. And then, you know, if, if Cher's got a mama bear and probably didn't want to do this, and once again, speculating, but had to, then I empathize with that, and I hope it just doesn't get too ugly between the families. Yeah, totally. Would you want me to kidnap you if you were... If I was in a real bad way, Yeah. would you want me to kidnap you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although you're very good so far <laughs> at treading that line between, like, disapproving but also forgiving... And like being like, but go easy on yourself. Like, yeah, oh man, you, you make me work for it. <laughs> I'll say anytime you come to me with a story, I'm like, okay, Julian, we're going to move past it. All right. And, uh, let's pivot. But you're, but also his you're pivoting away in a good, in a positive way. Yeah. And I want to pivot away from this topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Um, also his dad is Greg Allman. Of is, the Allman brothers. Okay. You just I, saw the Allman brothers. No, I saw the Doobie brothers. Oh, God damn it. Um, that was a fun show. I went with one of their daughters who's a good friend, and that was just so lovely. That's the way to do a festival, by the way. <laughs> is That's cool. You have a friend whose parent is in the band. You're just like zip, zip right through. Yeah, I know. Free bar in the back. It was it was a lovely evening. That's amazing. And I got to meet Michael McDonald, too. It was just our lovely. I didn't lovely. know you did. Yeah. You fucking I mean, asshole. it was very brief, you know, yeah. and, and it was before he was going to go on, so I, I just tried to kind of stay in my lane. And I don't care. I'm so mad at you. No, I'm happy for you. But. And I was told that I that he'd be prepping and that I wouldn't get the opportunity to meet him, which I was actually relieved by. Right. I yeah. didn't really grow up with this music, but now that I've listened to it, I'm like, damn, like this guy's really he wails. He fucking wails. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that brother cred the way Bill Clinton does. Know what I mean, I know what you mean. Yeah, with like whipping out the saxophone and just like totally. Yeah. Totally. Bill Clinton's so cool. He's 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 such a monster, but he's so cool. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. And. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I guess if it is like a drug situation, um, I approve. Then I approve. Yeah. And if it's just a uh, mom getting up in my business, then uh, back off. Yeah, back off. You're the mom. biggest mistake of my life, mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me make the biggest mistake of my life, which I definitely thought at one point. Um, so once again, I'm glad families got involved and saved my life, and I hope families get involved and save his. And his uh, estranged wife, because she's probably not in a great situation either. If yeah. they're just enabling each other into oblivion. Also, it takes balls to, like, get Cher's son all fucked up. I'd, sh I'd go with that like a fucking Onassis, bitch. Or what's a Radzowell, you know, Jacqueline and, and Lee. Jackie Onassis. Jackie Onassis. I, I would go at it like I was dating a Kennedy. Go you at it in what way? Like, you got to be on your best behavior. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no. And I, I, she's got a gorgeous house in Malibu that she's selling for $80 million. I got to show it to you because it's like a Mediterranean dream. $80 million? Brand. I mean, That's it's insane. like it like sits on its own bluff. It's just gorgeous. That's crazy. But the architecture, I mean, of course, it's impeccable. Like anything, Cher. Honestly, I want to do that as soon as we sign off here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look at Cher's yeah, Mediterranean. We could do that.
Yeah. You're also going to help me with some, some works. Going to help you with a resume. Um, <laughs> Pretty much dictate my, my cover letter. Dot some I's and cross some T's and probably write the whole thing. <laughs> and uh, But it's going to be a lot I'm, of fun. I'll make it with your wild kid. I know. We're going to get you employed. And you're going to get, get you dinner on the way. We'll get us Are great. you hungry? Yeah, I am actually. Fuck yeah. Let's go do that. All right. Let's go eat. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much from the Guantanamo Bay's podcast. I'm Brian Bogart. And I'm Julian Goza. Hasta luego. Nos vamos. That was broken Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We'll get yeah. it.